This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and how we squeaked out a victory with a second half comeback. We'll talk about this and the upcoming game with the Panthers and much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What's happening, meow, meow? Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode 185, after the Redskins' second victory of the season. You said that. Barely. You Dude, a win is a win is a win. A win is a win, but we still haven't had a win we could call a victory. Dude, I don't care. We are two and two. We are only two games. We are five hundred with two games out of first place in the division behind the Giants. Two weeks ago, it looked like the season was over. Right now, it still looks kind of like the season is over. But somehow, the Redskins managed to turn the ball over four times and still win the game. Mm-hmm. Dudes, though, we're tied with Dallas. We're Dude, tied with Dallas. Yeah, all, we are tied with Dallas. All I have to say about that is it's always a good football Sunday when the Redskins win and then the Cowboys lose. Especially, and you guys can see the link to this on our website, HarryHogFootball.com, um, especially when some awesome quarterback like Tony Romo is sitting there going, looking at the ref and going, uh, and holding up three fingers as in he's saying, isn't it third down? And they're like, no, dude, it's fourth down. You just turn the ball over on downs. <laughs> yeah, truly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, Jason Campbell may have had a really bad day, but in the end, he led the team to victory. Yes. Which is more than you can say for Tony, frat boy, baseball hat turned backwards, which is only good for one thing, Romo. <laughs> and, and you have to say this about the Redskins. Who else during the first half, like the entire first half, was just sitting there looking at the TV, like shaking their head from side to side? Brandon I, I think pretty much <laughs> avoid the roid. I think avoid the I roid. I think pretty much everybody. I think, we were all, I think all Redskins fans were just watching that game going, the season's over. We That's it. Suck. And then something clicked at halftime because the Redskins came out and actually looked like they cared in the second half. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. I mean, they really, it seemed like, I, I don't know if someone gave a speech. I don't know if it was just kind of that moment where everything's just started to click or what. Because, you know, we the, the Redskins went into halftime down 10 to nothing to the Bucks, who were really, really bad. <laughs> and they came back in the second half. And Campbell hit, you know, through for those two touchdowns, including that sweet pass right over the guy who had already picked him off twice and picked him off a third time after that, um, Tlaib. That sweet pass where he hit Santana Moss in stride. Zorn started calling like more passes and deep passes and, and, you know, being more aggressive. Greg Blosh got more aggressive by actually sending people on blitzes. He sent Justin Tryon on a blitz and he got a sack out of it. I know, dude. I know, dude. Sing it again! It was unbelievable. Like they, in the second half, they started doing everything we've been yelling about them needing to do for the whole season. Yeah, like Zorn well, even like not, not totally though, not totally because like 
still in the first half, and I remember we were talking about it during the game, John, about the whole um, run, run, pass, punt. Uh, oh, good lord! Pass, punt, in the first punt. half, yeah. In the in the first half, I'm sorry, yeah. We're talking about the run, run, pass, punt, and like, what's he keep doing that for? You know, we've talked uh-huh. about this before. Let, let Campbell get out there and throw the ball some. Yeah, but with but that. The, but I think that, you know, saying that and looking at the game, he may have had a sense of where the offensive line was because they did not look good at the beginning of this game. The wow, offensive Chad line. Reinhardt sucked at the beginning of that game, and so did Stefan Heyer. Man. Dude, I think on, like, the first three plays, Jason Campbell got hit, like, three times and fumbled once. It, it was like he was up against the, Ra- the the Ravens front four or the Steelers front four or somebody. I was like, you've got to be kidding me with this. Dude, he was I, what, it looked so bad. In the first couple plays? Yeah. Oh, I know. But back in Jim Zorn's defense, they were actually able to run on the Bucks for the first time this year we were able to get some kind of a running game going. I think Clinton Portis was close to the century mark. Um, Here, working. Working. What do you have, like 94 yards or something like that? Clinton Portis ended with 98 yards, a long of 10. It was uh, 25 rushes on 98 yards, an average of 3.9 yards a carry. And did anyone? He looked like he was feeling it. Like he really, really was feeling it. And I think he's also feeling his age as far as running backs are concerned. He knows this may be his last year as a starter somewhere. Yeah, but he's starting to fall into that Emmett Smith, uh, Edgerin James kind of kind of deal. He's really gotta gotta work it this year because he doesn't have much left. Did he? Dude, I gotta say this though about Portis this week. Um, It was like he started off and he was a little bit slow. It was like same old Portis. You know, that we've been seeing, hurting Portis, whatever. I don't know, but he came out a couple of drives later, and it was almost like he was either pissed off or he was just like, I've had enough, give me the ball, I'm going to get it downfield. Because I think, he, seemed, he seemed to be explosive, which we hadn't yeah. seen, in, and we have not seen in Clinton Portis for some time, it seems. And he was just having these explosive runs, you know, these... He was showing us the the vision in the Clinton Portis of old, looking downfield, being able to make his jukes, hops, and jumps. Um, I mean, it was it was really good to see that because I'll tell you, it's something that we have not seen from Portis for some time. Yeah. Did either of you guys? Right. See- and that's exactly why um, Marcus Mason hit the field for one run for eight yards, and then he had another one for no gain, and we didn't see him again because Clinton Portis brought it hardcore, despite the the shaky offensive line. You almost wonder if somebody said something to him on the sideline, like, did you see that eight-yard like, run? You Mason suck! You want to keep your job? You need to get out there and do that. I, I, mean, I think I think the boos that were raining down from uh, from the stadium or from the stands there at the Jack were, uh, yeah. I think the boos raining down were really starting to get to him. As well they should have. Did either of you guys notice on one particular play where Clinton Portis broke a run and then he did one of those jump back, let the guy miss you in front of you moves. Totally. And that was yep, like, absolutely. I haven't seen that in like four years out of him. I don't, yeah, great. I don't know. It, that was a really big deal, especially for someone who had bone spurs in his ankles. I still have never heard of that with anybody else ever. I've never heard of that either. I think they made it up. Maybe. Maybe they were taking a little bit of a Bill Belichick. Oh, you know, he hurt his pinky when he's actually got, like, an ankle injury or something. Anyway, I also have to call out another exceptional play in the game to go along with this whole thing where we're talking about how it looked like they cared in the second half. There was one play. Right. It was, like, a huge third down, and Jason Campbell, like, refused to go down on a scramble and, like, 
dove like five yards to get the first down. He when Jason Campbell scrambles, he makes it seem it's 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 really bizarre. It's almost like he's going really fast, like faster than you expect. But at the same time, he's going really slow. It's almost like a slow motion movie. But then you're like, "Holy crap! He just got 17 yards." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looked like, like no he tackled him hurt yet? himself no diving him. because he can't he can't slide still. Anyway, but I like mm-hmm. to see that from Campbell. He is mobile. He can run the ball, and he's a big guy. I like to see him roll out and take a chance and scramble for the first downs. We everyone's been yelling about that since last year. Keep doing it, dude. Keep doing it. Mm-hmm. In fact, we should yep. spread out the offense with four wide and just have them run a quarterback draw every now and again. Keep the defense. Especially honest. on like a fourth and one or a half of one or a third and one. Quarterback sneak. Seriously. Anyway, dudes. <clears throat> yep. With that being said. Time to wind it up now. The coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Awards. Dude, why are we doing the Game Balls first now? Lately. Don't we always? No, we usually go no. for the kicks first. You go for the negative first, and then you back it up with the positive, so you feel better That's about right. it at the end of the time. Well, the reason yeah, we, feel, we feel better at the end. The reason that yeah, I'm but... doing the game balls first tonight is because that's the way you wrote it on the itinerary. <laughs> oh, did I really? Yes, it says victory nice. over Bucks, game balls, kicking the balls. So there you go. Oh, it's your you fault, could hit dude. the rewind button and just play the kick kicks award. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's right. time for this week's <laughs> Kicking the Balls Award. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award, brought to you by John Adams. <laughs> brought to you by Harry Hog Football, the new Harry Hog Football store, available only at harryhogfootball.com. Buy That's your right. mouse pads and t-shirts and water bottles. Yeah, if you guys have been on there sick. recently, I that, did some that work. That SIG up- water bottle is sweet. Yeah, and I did some work to update the graphics and stuff to make them higher quality and whatnot. And the mug and the mouse pad, and I spent a lot of time on this pretty sweet wall clock, if I do say so myself. The so. wall clock clock is sweet, and it's only like 12 bucks or something. So Yeah, yeah, it actually looks really good. If you go to our website, harryhogfootball.com, and go to the shop, drop-down menu there on the right... Um, at the top on just to the right of center and click on new Harry Hog Football Shop, you'll find it. So that's what it's brought to you by. Anyway, um, anyway there, there moving forward, the, the, the kicking the kick balls. Kicking the balls time. Go for it, John. Oh, I'll go first. <laughs> yeah, go All for right. it. All right, my kicking the balls for this week is going to none other than Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell was 13 for 20, no, 12 for 22 in this game for 170 whopping yards. He was sacked three times, not necessarily his fault every time. Not his fault. He had three picks and lost a fumble. Not not totally his fault. Dude, seriously, four turnovers from the quarterback. Somehow the Redskins were able to pull a victory. uh, I I say two I say half of those maybe half of those were his fault. Yeah, maybe, I think maybe, I think Aaron just 40%. had himself a fault there too. <laughs> Aaron, you can blame the offensive line on that. I just had a sound effect emergency. All right, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> dude, blame Chad Reinhart for that. You can blame you can blame Casey Robach and his two damn penalties. Oh yeah, on that. Don't even get me going on him. Oh man. Dude, oh yeah, we'll save expected. that for the O line report. Anyway, so yeah, my kick goes to Jason Campbell. Four turnovers <laughs> against one of the worst teams in the NFL. 
possibly the worst team in the NFL, um, as I kept uh, telling my friend Tom, who is a Bucks season ticket holder, um, that his team sucks it. <laughs> and he was like, whatever, dude, both of our teams blow. And you were like, uh, scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, dude, our teams both blow. And I was like, whatever, dude, scoreboard. Anyway. All right, Josh, you want to go second? Still doesn't make up for that Mike Allstott bullcrap. I almost said it. Bullcrap two-point conversion. Dude, you got to let dude, that go. It was I like have, eight years ago. Dude, I can't I let that so go. I have so many. I have so many in playing off of your, your Campbell kick, uh, which I do think is a little harsh in some ways. In some mm, ways, I it's don't. deserved. In some ways, it's a little harsh. Three interceptions um, is a bit much, I have to say. Mm. All right, but, you know... I thought, well, I could kick the offensive line. Uh, you know, Reinhardt needs to learn to block uh, higher. You know, odd body higher. He needs to learn to block. Um, Dude, Aaron, go ahead and play it because we're really talking about him a lot. What? Oh, the O-line? Yeah, go ahead and throw it in here. Wait, since, wait, wait. Is it is it legal to nest an O-line report inside a kick in the balls award? What no, I think we've done that before. It. Don't nest it. Don't do it. I'm nesting it. Go American It's time for the O-line report. Nestled inside the kick in the balls reward, which is taking the place of the game ball award. 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 What did I say? Reward. Dude, I can't I can't listen to that. I can't listen to that O-line music without thinking of those slimy little O's and those little wads of meat they throw in there with it. <laughs> Is it really meat? Um, meat wads. Meat wad. Meat wad. All right, Carl, go ahead. Um, so, so Casey Raybach held, as always, had multiple penalties. Was it on a What's run? What's problem? Did he hold on it's a run? It's to be expected. I believe he, he held, on, held a on a pass the first time and a run the second time. Either way, he held. He got his holds in for the game. So you know at some point, here's my thing. Here's my thinking. We get through the whole game. It's down to the two-minute warning at the end of the game. It's like a nail-biter for the Redskins. And Casey Raybach hasn't held yet. You know, that's what makes me nervous. I'm Dude, sorry. that's how I was able to call it for that Detroit game. I was like, chaotic funk hasn't had his penalty yet. <laughs> it's coming. It's going to come right now. And there it was. Um. But you know the the O line. Since we're talking about that, I mean that they they did get a good solid kick from me. But I'm sorry, I you know I know we pick on this guy and kick him all the time. But Carlos Rogers is going to get my kick because, dude, uh, you you can't get hit. What did you say, Aaron? You can't get hit so between weak. the twos. Dude, that's so weak. You got hit between. The, what? That was my dude. I already told you I was calling him. Go ahead. Dude, you did not, Josh. Yeah, I did. Go ahead. I didn't hear that, dude. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, Aaron and I are both kicking Carlos Rogers. <laughs> yeah, we're both kicking him because, dude, how many times you have he to deserves get it because right? he had two horrible plays. What was the other one? One was giving up the touchdown. The other one was when the ball hit him between that pick six hit him between the twos oh, yeah. and he dropped it. Yeah, don't even get me started on that touchdown. I forgot that was him. That was horrible. Oh yeah, dude, what, what was the deal with that? Although, although that ball was really well placed on that touchdown, you got to admit. Yeah, but he just got straight up beat. <laughs> he did, but that ball was placed where only you know the what? receiver could have caught that ball. It was kind of like a similar. It was a similar down. route that um, 
Let me see that Dallas ran twice in a row on Champ Bailey against the Broncos, and he knocked it Dude, down. Dude, I was time. just going to bring that up. Twice <laughs> oh, in a man. row at the end of the game, and Champ Bailey knocked it down both times. And then there was another times. time earlier in the game where Champ Bailey had, like, a ball come to him, and he, like, caught it. Yeah, dudes, don't get me started because everyone, if you've been listening for a while, you know how I feel and have always felt about that Clinton Portis Champ Bailey trade. Seriously. Is it pretty much uh, indicative of how we feel about the rest of the way the, the team's been run? Over the pretty much game? every decision Dan Snyder's made since he owned the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that because there was another decision that was made today that we'll also. Cut! Oh, we'll talk about that stupidity yeah. in a little bit. Okay, so that's the kicks. All right, then it's time to rewind. Wow, we don't usually allow a, a multiple kick, but yeah, Carlos Rogers, dude, seriously. And I'm that sorry, dude. I, did, I didn't mean to take your kick, dude. I just had to, you know. Well, that's why I'm going first on the games. Hold on. Dude, yeah, he was... The company uh, and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. All right, back to the Game Ball Awards brought to you by John Adams. Um, My Game Ball Award is going to go to... Someone that I believe has never, ever gotten a Game Ball Award for me. Not from you. And that's Sean Sweezum. Oh, dude, that was going to be mine. Say what? I'm so serious. <laughs> Sean Sweezum, as you all know, had to step in and punt. And he did pretty well. He dropped one inside the 20. He kicked another one from the end zone that got it near midfield. In that situation... I think it could have been much worse. I thought I he did a great job. He had, he a kicker. His long was 42. His long for punts was, was 42. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of field goals. His long for punts, um, he dropped one in the 20, just like you said. And he only had – and people – it was making me a little mad because people were like, oh, he only averaged 26.7 per punt out of three punts, but he dropped one in the 20. He pooch punted another one that landed right about at the 20 or just barely went into the end zone or something. And then he had that one, Aaron, like you were talking about, that went out to midfield. For someone just suddenly stepping in, I thought he did a pretty damn good job. I know. And that blocked extra point was not his fault. Yeah, and the blocked extra point was not his fault whatsoever. No. It was someone's fault. I'm not sure whose, but no one lined up on that dude. Yeah, dude, seriously, who? how can you not cover Rondé Barber? <laughs> anyway, all right, uh, your turn, dude. Wow, Sean Sweezum got a game ball from Aaron. <laughs> Mark it down. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. <laughs> on the rug, man. <laughs> not on the rug, man. Uh, go ahead, John. All right, um, let's see. I, I, I gave my kick in the balls to Jason Campbell. Um, I'm giving my game ball to uh, none other than Jason Campbell. Because not only did he turn the ball over, <laughs> he turned the ball over four times. However, he came back in the second half and threw two really sweet touchdown passes, battled back, and led the team to a victory after going down 10 nothing at halftime where nothing, nothing for the offense was going right. He battled, he persevered, and he could have easily folded, he could have easily given up, he could have easily been benched. And he battled through and led the team to victory. And I thought that was very... Dude, basically he manned up. 
and he he got it together. And that's that's exactly what we need to see from someone who's leading this team. You know, at least right now, if not to the future. And I've been wavering a lot on Jason Campbell. All of us have been big Jason Campbell fans here at Harry Hog Football um, from the beginning, basically. Supporters, supporters. Supporters, athletic supporters. We, we have been we have been great athletic supporters of Jason Campbell. <laughs> at least Josh has, um, is with his yellow cake. Yellow, 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 yellow cake. Yellow, 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 cake. But yeah, he uh, he had a horrible first half. He did throw another pick in the second half. Um, all three to Talib, but he beat. He had Santana Moss on that one on one and hit him totally in stride, and Talib just stopped. As soon as Moss caught that ball, he was just like, "Well, I got burned." I mean, I guarantee he'll he would give back all three of those picks to stop that touchdown because that was basically the go-ahead score. Dude, he did get yep. torched on that. Yeah. So Jason Campbell, I've been worried about him. I'm thinking this year he's not stepping up. He's not dealing with the pressure. He's got a crappy offensive line, we know, but he stepped up. He manned up in the second half. Game ball. Man up. Nice. Nice. Um. You know, I was going to get mine to squeeze them, so uh, I took Aaron's, and Aaron took mine. We, it seems like Aaron and I were on the same wavelength this week. Um, I don't know. In thinking about it, um, you know, I, Cooley had a good game. I, I would say though, I'd, I'd have to give it to London Fletcher. He's just, he's just completely just been. He's, he's been solid. The, he had know, nine tackles throughout again. the season, throughout his career. What's that? He had yes. nine tackles again. Sack. Uh, London Fletcher's got to get my game ball this week. London Fletcher? Yeah, he had a great game. Yeah, he had nine tackles, tackles and assists. Yep. Great game, great game. Um, let's give a couple more shout-outs. Um, Reed Dowdy started, uh, led the team in tackles with ten, one assist, was solid totally. the whole game. Arakpo, totally. Arakpo had a sack. Arakpo had a sack because Blosh finally was listening to us and put him back at defensive end where he belongs. No more of this linebacker crap. Stick him on the end and let him rush the quarterback. What in the dudes. world were you thinking? De- Dante Hall dudes. or De- Dante D'Angelo Hall had a pick. I don't remember him really getting picked on in the game, and he had that one pick where he ran it for twenty two yards, and then he did have that that ridiculous Deion Sanders fall to his knees, put his arms up in the ground in that praise me kind of way, which is one of the things I just hate about him. <laughs> but that was a game changer that helped change the course of the game. That was a big oh, yeah. deal. And, you know, he caught it, like, he basically caught it with one hand. It was just holding it with one hand for a bit. And, and you know, it's it's almost like he was mocking Carlos Rogers, the way that he (laughs) caught that ball and held it with one hand and was moving around. It was just like, you suck, you suck. (laughs) Cut! Number 22, look at me. Carlos Rogers ended the game with credited for one tackle. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah. I'm not a big I, fan a, of D'Angelo Hall, but he had a great game, and he has been saying the right things after the game in the interviews. Being very, uh, very, he's he's been manning up about what he has to do better. So I'm. I'm I have a serious question. I have a serious question. Okay, what's going on with LeBron Landry? Seriously, they're playing him in center what? field again for some reason. I don't know why. What? How many tackles did he have? He had seven. He had six tackles and an assist, so seven tackles. And dude, but he's playing center out? field. He played all right. He played all right. I Did thought. they take him out at one point and have like and have just uh, Horton and Dowdy in there back there, or what? What was the? I don't know about that, but I don't know if you guys heard, but Reed Dowdy had the start in the game over Horton. Yes, yep. I know. I t- yep, yep, yep. 
And he ended the game with nine tackles as well, led the team. Dude, he ended the game with ten tackles and one assist. All right, well, I'm looking at a different stat sheet, so one of them's correct. Yep, either way, he led the team in tackles. And we already called out Aaron's dog, Justin Tryon. Aaron has always been a backer of Justin Tryon, (laughs) um, who had a sack for four yards, came in on a corner blitz on the left side. Fantastic. Dude, I love Justin Tryon. You know who else? He's going to be the next Daryl Green. What about uh, Jeremy Jarman? (laughs) Jeremy Jarman. He had a couple tackles. Jeremy Jarman had a a strong game. He's the one that, that iced the game at the end with that forced fumble, dude. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, man, Jeremy Jarman. I, I I noted that uh, this game too. I was like, wow, because we were just talking about him last week. Like, what happened with Jeremy Jarman? Dude, I think he's going to come on next year and be huge. He's going to be a starter next year. You think yeah, so? he very well could be because I mean, Philip Daniels is not really making any noise, and Andre Carter isn't making that much either. I, I'm just saying. I think Carter will be. I think it'll be Carter and Jarman next year. I think it might be Jarman and Arakpo. Dude, Arakpo, they're making Dude, him be a linebacker. They got to let Arakpo play. Dude, they put Arakpo at defensive end a lot more in this game. Got to play him where he's going to be solid. We'll see what happens. That's right. We'll see what That's happens, what dude. Said. Anyway, um, okay, so let's move on to. The oh, dude, one more thing. <laughs> we didn't talk about Fat Albert this week. His line for the game was zero tackles. Zero assists, but of all things, he had a pass defended. Nice. <laughs> and, and he hit the quarterback once. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah. The he quarter- did have a, a, I was joking. A and a hit. I was joking him because the quarterback helped him up. Dude, totally. <laughs> it was hilarious. He like fell down. The quarterback helped him up. <laughs> I thought Tampa Bay's quarterback. I mean, he was running for his life, but I thought he had a pretty decent showing for. Oh, yeah. His first game. But you know what happened? He did. I thought he looked promising. You know what happened on that? Uh, Hainsworth fell down. He was, like, breathing all hard like Fat Albert on the show. And he's like, hey, man, I'm worth $100 million. You need to help me up. <laughs> hey, man. Dude, you said way too many words in one breath. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm worth 100 mil. Help me up. <laughs> help me up, man. Ox. Help me Ox. Ox. Man. Jen. Ox. Jim. Come on. Ox. I could have hit Sounds kind of like you, Josh, when your microphone isn't working. He's like, <laughs> working right. Except, like, no one can hear it but Aaron and me. Do you want me? Only when I'm spinning my two turntables. Do you want me? And his microphone. To hit you harder later in the game? Then you better <laughs> help me up. <laughs> hey, have you heard, you know, on, like, NASCAR now, they have those, like, um, in what do they call them? In car hydration systems or something like that? The Gatorade in car hydration systems. You mean the you Gatorade Good Ranch Chevrolet Ford NASCAR Big Red Chew and Wrigley Spearmint Gum Mountain Dew hydration system? <laughs> yeah, I heard they're going to be putting a um, do they have an- in in helmet hydration and oxygen system in uh, Albert Hainsworth's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do they have an exit hydration system, too? I don't know. An irrigation. Sponsored by Gatorade, of course. Anyway, okay. Solid. Moving on. Let's move on, because it's getting late. I'm tired. Okay. Dude, I think it's time to uh, to take a break, and we'll come back with the injury report. I think that's a good idea. Let's do that. Okay. We'll talk to you guys after the break. This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. Now in high definition. 
Only at HarryHogFootball.com and RedskinsBook.com. Alright, we're back. This is Josh's theme music for the weekend. Dual tubs <laughs> in the hotel room. Seattle. Meow, meow, right. Anyway, speaking we'll of the hotel room, um, <laughs> I don't know if that sounded right. Anyway, speaking of <laughs> speaking of this weekend, um, if you guys haven't heard, we're going to be in Charlotte. I was thinking we're going to be staying in a hotel. That's where that came from. We're going to be in Ooh, Charlotte. We're going to be at the game in Charlotte. And if downtown. You, if you guys want to tailgate with us, uh, send us an email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com, and let us know. Yes, sir. We'll be there. Or, um, or, or we'll, we will uh, also t- we'll tweet up with you. Follow us on Twitter at, uh, at harryhog. You can send us a direct message or a message at harryhog. Yeah, we'll, t- uh, we'll tweet with you. That's right. And look for the, uh, if you're trying to meet us there in the parking lot tailgating, uh, look for the Dallas Sucks flag. Mm-hmm. It will be there. Because 31 teams agree. Dallas sucks. There you go. So anyway, the injury report brought to you by Doan's Back Pills. Brought to you by Advanced Hemorrhoid Specialists. No pain, that's your gain. Advanced Hemorrhoid Specialists. Um, the injury report... Is not the official injury report is not yet out, but we do know that Hunter Smith, Hunter the punter, um, did pull his groin after his, on his first punt of the game, and it's something that we've talked about before. It's really funny when you think, "Oh, he pulled his groin," until you've had a pull groin, which I have, and it really and sucks. I have. Yeah, it that's really right. Sucks. Josh has had as well. I pulled. Really hey, sucks. dudes, I pulled my groin slide into second once when I was like twelve. It hurt bad. Uh, seriously, groin pulls are not fun. They are not yeah. fun, especially if they, you have to they, kick. They're, they're very unfortunate injuries, and they they tend to linger for a while. So we know about that, and that the Redskins actually uh, auditioned punters today, and they signed a guy to the practice squad named Glenn Pakalak, who uh, recently was on the Saints. Affleck. Pack-a-lack. Pack-a-lack. If he's on the practice squad, what are they going to do? Wait till the last minute and then like sign him? If, yeah, if Hunter basically, yeah, they uh, they they cut Trent Shelton, um, the I believe the receiver from the practice squad, and sign him on there. And yeah, Aaron, you're exactly right. They're they're going to sign him on Friday or Saturday if if Hunter Smith can't go. And what they're saying is that Hunter Smith may still be the holder, which means that would take we would have two punters active. For a game, which means that we're going to have one less running back or lineman or something. I'm or sure receiver. they'll make a poor decision in that that fashion. I don't like know. They dude. Seem to I hey, don't speaking know. of they, that, they might have some advice. We'll see. Speaking of that, we'll see. Is it but a Pakalak, who may or may not play this weekend, has had stints with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Atlanta Falcons, Tennessee Titans, Chicago Bears, and Oakland Raiders. Has anyone else out there um, thought about this, that maybe it's time for Malcolm Kelly to take a seat and let's see Marco Mitchell on the field? I have. My dog, Marco Mitchell. Um, Malcolm Kelly, 
Here, here's the stat of the weekend of the game against um, our previous opponent here, the Bucks. Malcolm Kelly, Devin Thomas, and um, Fred Davis, the three guys we drafted in the second round last year, um, they have a combined stat of negative one yards. And that was Fred Davis catching one in the backfield, I think. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. Um, so I say, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> Bring in Mal- uh, Marco Mitchell. And, uh, you know, I don't know what else to do with those guys. I mean, that's ridiculous. I know Santana Moss had some catches and everything, and they were throwing at the Cooley. But seriously, th- this is the time when those guys have got to get open. Anyway, back to the injury report. Um, also, Clint Portis is banged up. We already know that. And the Redskins actually brought in uh, uh, Chris Henry, who is a free agent running back. Uh, former second-round pick. Some of you may have had him on your fantasy teams in the past. I know I did, and I know he sucked. <laughs> um, he was so he on the he Titans? Played, he was with the Titans. And uh, I believe Dude. Sherman Smith knew him from his time out there, the running backs coach or, or offense coordinator, whatever the hell his position is. Who knows? They have so many coaches. Dude, um, dude, so, dude. yeah, they worked him out today as He's well. He's the offensive coordinator. Well, you know what? I remember watching that guy like In a theory. year or two ago whenever, whenever he was a rookie and thinking that that guy was showing some promise. So I don't know. That's interesting. Don't know that he was ever given much of a chance. I think he was. I think he just sucked. I think he had bad. I think he had poor work habits. I think he had a poor work ethic. I think he just sucked. Which is saying something because he was behind Lindell White, and Lindell White like just lost thirty something pounds over the off season because he stopped drinking tequila. Yeah. So if well, that's who he was competing against, and he couldn't handle it, I don't think Chris Henry is someone we need on the squad. Well, he seemed kind of like lanky to me, or something. If I'm remembering right, I'm. I don't, you know, I, I just the name just brought up images of this Titan, and and <laughs> not that, Eddie so. George, dude. <laughs> dude, this is the not Titans. Eddie George, dude. Did they sign um, him? Or did I, they all I have to in? say is that we have Marcus Mason. Did they sign him or did they just bring him in? They brought him in. They worked him out today. No, but we have Marcus Mason. We have Allridge. We have Rod Cartwright. We have Liddell Betts. We got enough damn running backs. Well, Why the hell are they bringing in guys? Why are, they, why are they bringing in running backs? Well, they, Give me a break. Dude, they also brought in a bringing receiver. people in, Frick. let's move on to the new... Uh... Hold on, dude. Hold on. Can you hear me? Oh, hey. You yeah, forgot they up. brought in a receiver today. Freddie that? Freddie Brown. Uh, Is that big bad Freddie Brown? Free agent. Free agent receiver. He played with um, someone. I forget who. The Big Edmonds bad Freddie Brown. No, he played with the baddest NFL receiver team. in the whole dang town. I don't know. Why don't you Google it real quick instead of leaving me he hanging out to dry? Dog. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I was like, why are they bringing exactly. in a receiver? Why don't they just put Marco Mitchell in? Yeah, that makes no sense. Anyway, but you know, Dan Snyder runs the team, and Vinny, Vinny Serrato is his yes man. And speaking maybe of, not, maybe they're not happy with him, dude. Good lord! All right, speaking of. <laughs> The Danny and Vinny making awesome decisions, as they always do. Uh, apparently, they're bringing in some old, and I, yeah, some old apparent West Coast offense guru named Sherman Lewis, who was the running backs and wide receivers coach with the San Francisco 49ers back with Bill Walsh, who was awesome. 
Um, and he was w- uh, with the Packers under Mike Holmgren as the offensive coordinator. And he's got a couple Super Bowl rings from those stints with the 49ers in Green Bay. Um, but yeah, so does Vinny. I, I believe he was washing jock straps for the 49ers back <laughs> in the day, and he got a ring for that. Um, <laughs> Maybe he got one. They hired him, quote unquote, as an offensive consultant. Um, they might as well just tack on, you know, quality control player personnel, but blah. Like they always do with everyone else. Um, basically, it's somebody to uh, come in and, and tell Zorn to do the stuff that the Danny wants him to do, I think, on the field, is is my personal opinion on it. It's someone to undermine the authority of the head coach. Yeah, that's that's a great way to say it, Aaron. Thank you very much. Mm. I don't even want to talk about that. I'm so sick of these mm. stupid positions that... Dan Snyder just makes up for people like well we need yeah, another if there's one guy thing the Redskins need well if there's three things the Redskins need right now it's another wide receiver it's another running back and it's another coach. quality coach player personnel blah 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 no Danny if you want to, if you want to get smart on this all we really need is another owner yeah exactly put a for sale sign outside Redskins Park yep I heard and if you guys each send in fifty cents, we can buy the team <laughs> to HarryHogFootball.com. Guys, can I can I point something out about this guy, this this offensive consultant that they brought in? Um, you remember last week we were talking about, or maybe it was two weeks ago, that Zorn mm-hmm. needed some help. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we were, were talking about that. John. To, we were saying they need to bring in an offensive coordinator, or or at least that Zorn is wearing too many hats. You know, he needs to drop something, but what can he get rid of? How do they help him? Maybe this is the answer to that. Yeah, we did yeah, say that. Remember, he doesn't when, call the plays on defense. If he doesn't call the plays on offense, what the hell is he doing out there? I mean, he's not listen, Bobby Bowden down at Florida State just kind of hanging out and being old. He, he's got to do one or the other. That's what head coaches do in the NFL. Well, dudes um, – you remember when uh, Danny White was like yelling at him about what to do and all of that because he was. I thought Zorn was calling the place. Zorn is calling he the is. place. Yeah, that's what we're saying. But if he this guy comes in and he gives up like play calling or something, then then what the hell else is he doing? Well, he's I mean, still how how many head coaches are out there as the quarterbacks coach? Dude, he, dude, he, he can keep coach. his hand. He can this keep is his, not college, dude. There are rules. He can keep his hand on that challenge flag and get ready to make those big time decisions, or when to go for it on fourth and one, and when not to. I, I'm just saying that. But Josh, you do bring pro- up a valid point because Listen. Danny Smith has had to been. You, you you do bring up a valid point though. Danny Smith has had to be the guy that's just like, dude, dude, no, 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 don't do this, don't do that. Like he's the guy that's like kind of. He's he's a big deal because he's a special teams coach, but he's he's back far enough where he can step in and be like, no, no, stop, don't do that. That's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. You know. All I'm saying is, all don't I'm call timeout yet. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. No, you no. know, like like doing stuff like that. And Josh, you're right. I think maybe he does need this guy to come in here and be like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> or dude, you need uh, to do. Dude, this. Jim Zorn, we're not accepting a penalty after we stopped him on third down. Come on, dude. Yeah, Look, seriously. All, all I'm saying is that on this program, we, we said this a week or two ago, and now we've like flip-flopped and gone the other way. All I'm saying is, if this is an answer to that, if this is something that gives Zorn some help so that they can make the Redskins uh, more successful, then, then I'm all for it. If it's going to make the Redskins successful, do it. I don't care. Hire 20 coaches if it's going to make the Redskins successful. Whatever there it takes. It just 
just let's make them successful. I mean, you know. If it works, it's great. But the track record of the Danny and, you know, Yes Man Vinny have been, has been less than stellar. But I don't want to diss too much on this guy, Sherman, because I did. Sherman, the second coach the Redskins have hired named Sherman. Um, great name. Um, this is the sec- this, this guy actually has a very good resume, which is way, way, way better than Vinny Serrato's. And I don't want to, uh, you know, disparage his Super Bowl rings and what he's done because he was offensive coordinator and all sorts of things like that. He wasn't like a, a you know, those those crappy little secondary coach things, whatever positions it was that Vinny Serrato earned his rings. Which, speaking of that, I don't know if you guys saw it. I didn't see it, but I read about it in Mike Wise's column in the Washington Post, how Vinny Serrato came on Redskins Nation, the TV show, with, with all crappy Larry Michael on there. And the two of them were like old, like, White robber barons of the of the uh, railroad era laughing to them like, <laughs> oh, you have two Super Bowl rings. What do these people? What do these little people know about football? <laughs> and acting exactly like like the kind of guys that you just want to beat the living crap out of. Yeah, like Larry Michaels. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, like Larry Michael always acts, but they were having this little like. <laughs> Like little like like posh laugh fest with each other, like completely unaware of the fact that they were making fun of themselves, which is were they you know, just cigars? one of the many things where you're just like, good look, you know they should have. It would it would have been fitting. Not that I'm just on cigars, of brandy. you know, glass of brandy, yeah. smoking cigars, you know. <laughs> look, Vinny, they think we would win if we had a different general manager. <laughs> oh, Vincent. It's not like yeah. they have two Super Bowl rings. <laughs> yeah, basically they were laughing about, a, I think it was a Sally Jenkins column that was in the post prior to that, where she was like, they need a general manager because Vinny Serrato is pretty much a crappy vice president, pro player personnel, blah, blah, blah. And they were just like, ha, ha, what does she know about football? <laughs> you know, it was it was just short of them going, and she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? (laughs) I only have one thing to say about Vinny Serrato and Larry Michael. Dude, do it. Yeah! Cut! Anyway, moving forward, dudes. It's like the prick triumvirate. We just done our signings and cuts, and Josh, do we have a Tom's trivia for this week? We we do. All right, we're putting that in right here. We'll talk to you after Tom. Trivia. Oh, yeah. Normally, Tom's trivia would go right here. However, Tom was unavailable to give us a trivia today, so we at Harry Hawk Football have come up with our own. Here is this week's Tom's trivia question. Get your pencils ready. In the history of Harry Hog football, the boys have named the same player as both getting the game ball and getting a kick. How many times? How many times has the same player gotten a game ball and a kick in Harry Hog football podcast history? We'd like to know the episode numbers and the number of times this has happened. And hey, if you want to throw the player's name in there too, that's awesome. All right, 
Well, Tom will be back next week with a trivia question. Until then, this one should keep you scratching your heads for a little while. Talk to you soon. All right, we're back. Thank you, Tom, Woo. for that trivia question. Congratulations to the winner. If there was one, I didn't get a chance to listen to Tom's trivia yet. Was there a winner, dude? Uh, I believe there was. Excellent. I don't well, have that information. Right. I don't have that information right here in front of me. So, in other words, you have. However, what Josh and I and Aaron we were talking about this a little bit ago that we were discussing the prize for the the uh, the winner of the Tom's trivia, the the collective winner for the season for Tom's trivia. Well, yes, gosh. I think this is a good idea. I think we need to do this. I'm on board with it. I I vote yay. I say that the winner of Tom's trivia gets two club level seats to a Redskins game of their choice. That that is not that, what John and I discussed. That oh, that, that not would not discussed. be that that as as treasurer that would not be a within the budget parameters of of this season. Yeah, but they would be the say. easiest seats to come by. You see how empty that ring is week in and week out. <laughs> Yeah, truly. Yeah, be like, yo, I'll give you five dollars for that seat. Um, (laughs) yeah, but we've been discussing. You know, there's going to be a nice prize, a nice Harry Hog football prize for the uh, collective winner, the person that wins Tom's trivia the most throughout the uh, 2009 2010 Uh season. Yep, awesome. And um, we were saying that uh, we feel that uh, we should give you a nice piece of Harry Hog uh, football merchandise from the Harry Hog store. Um, it's It'll only fitting. Leak. There's some sweet t-shirts It'll on there. Leak. You know, as we mentioned, a mouse pad, a sick bottle. You know, I think it's going to be an, an article of clothing, a nice Harry Hog article of clothing from the Harry Hog store. Yellow cake. No, 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 no. This is a value tea. It's going to be a value tea and a yellow cake. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron did add a value tea to the Harry Hog store because you know there's there's basically something for every budget on the Harry Hog store. If you want to completely you know go all out and get some shopping done for Christmas, I'll tell you that Sig bottle that's on there is pretty sweet. You know, um, and it's environmentally a, friendly. I just bought a Sig bottle a couple of weeks ago, and now I'm wishing that uh, I had known that we had a Sig bottle on our website. So, uh, dude, we've had that I Sig bottle on there for months. Just, cut. just so you know. anyway, go to the Harry, go to the Harry Hog Football Store at HarryHogFootball.com and uh, check it out. The uh, under shop, the new Harry Hog shop. There's some uh, some sweet new items there that Aaron's been working on. Yep. And uh, and the Tom's trivia winner, um, I think that we're in agreement. We'll will receive one of those items. But if you don't want to wait to win that or try to win that, please go on buy a T-shirt. Any of the uh, small amount of proceeds that we get from that. Um, goes to uh, for us to help keep the uh, podcast up and keep the site up and, and all that good stuff. So we don't yes, we sir. don't make a dime. We show a loss at the end of the season. Our accountant asks us why we do this, and we say it's because we're Redskins fans. So that's uh, that's it. That's how it goes. Oh, speaking yeah, of, right. our accountant asked if he could have a T-shirt, and I told him we. Were, he, I was like, you know how much money we have. We can't buy you a T-shirt. Come on, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But you can go to harryhogfootball.com and go to the shop drop-down menu to the new Harry Hog Football store and get yourself a T-shirt. Yeah, There you go. There you go. Yeah. So this this week, the big game in Charlotte. 
That's right. We're going to be there. there. We're going to be tailgating. The uh, Dallas Sucks flag will be there. Um, I'm I'm going to try to jerry-rig some kind of pole together. Sick. <laughs> Must be a pole cat. Dude, why don't you go to Walmart and buy a pole? Dude, I ain't got no money. Did, didn't we just talk about how much money we have in the in the account here? Maybe we should sell flag poles on the Harry Hog shop. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Maybe we should sell Dallas Aww. sucks flags in the Harry Hog shop. Any, anyway, we'll be down <laughs> in the land of the blue. We'll be down in the land of the blue kittens down in Charlotte. Um, That's right. And uh, all Redskins know. fans are welcome to come hang out, tweet with us. Is uh, Josh will be monitoring our Twitter account, and he'll uh, he'll guide <laughs> you in the right direction there in the parking lot. And Twitter, Josh dude. is going to bring his grill so we can tailgate. Eric's going to be flying in from Louisville So Josh is bringing his grill And he's going to be tweetering <laughs> He's going to be tweetering During the game He's going to be tweetering And nice. if you get there late just tweeter us And we'll find you <laughs> And um <laughs> Oh man uh, Anyway it should be a good time Josh's uh, sister-in-law Hooked us up with some tickets, thanks again for getting those tickets, Carrie. Yes, sir. Uh, and we've got a uh, we've we've actually got a uh, 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 little Harry Hog football uh, prize pack sending out there to uh, young young Bates. <laughs> yes, yeah, Carrie's son, Carrie's son Thomas. Uh, we'll send uh, we're sending him a little Harry Hog T-shirt there. Yeah, um, show our appreciation for these tickets that uh, she's hooked us up with for this. Yeah, sir. He's a budding Redskins fan. Yeah, budding Redskins fan down in Redskins country, despite the Panthers celebrating their 10th anniversary this year. And they've beat us right. one you know time the, um, out of eight. We, we almost got him yep. the uh, the T-shirt from the old shop that, that had the picture of the uh, cat with the arrowheads pointing at it, and it said, here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> but uh, we figured, you know, he's 11. We don't need him getting beaten up in school. You know, he goes to Charlotte Public Schools. So, uh, yeah, we don't we don't need him beating up other kids and being referred and and you know OSS for a few <laughs> days and stuff. <laughs> anyway, we're we're battling. And being like, this let's, is Redskins country. Let's we're, we're this looking is Redskins land. We're looking at, looking ahead to a victory in Charlotte. We hope to see you guys all there. If not, um, you know we'll be back here next week, same time, same place. Send us some email, us dude. Out on. HarryHogFootball.com or RedskinsBook.com. If you haven't been to Redskins Book, go log on, create an account. Totally free. The only social network dedicated solely to Redskins fans. Go check it out at RedskinsBook.com. That's um, right. No Dallas fans allowed or Eagles or any of those other other uh, secondary teams. Check it out. And, you know, we've been talking about the shop. You can also link to iTunes and to Amazon.com through our website. And again, it doesn't cost you anything more. It just gives us a little, little, a little some, some to keep the the website up and running and this quality, quality podcast going into our fourth season here. Harry Hog Football. Oh yeah. And here's a shout out to Ricky Garcia. I got an email from him tonight, and he was uh, talking about Peter King and some quote with oh, Peter seriously? King basically saying how cool he is. Like, yes, I get paid a stupid amount of money. Blah, 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 blah. It was pretty funny. Peter King's a tool, man. Golly. Talk about someone who is so, uh, extremely self-important and yet knows nothing about He reminds me a lot of Larry Michael, actually. 
Dude, the title of his email was Peter Queen. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> at first uh, I was like, what? and we will be in the Queen City this weekend in Charlotte. Uh, Maybe we'll run into Peter Queen there. Um, shout outs to some people. We've had some uh, people going on twi- Twitter. <laughs> Tweeter. Tweeter and talking to us and also sending the emails. Um, Aaron, do you have those handy or Josh? No. Yeah, I mean, we've, Me we've had, uh, you know. <laughs> we've had T-Monk J. Coltrane sending some uh, twits. Or is got, it tweets? Alex, it's tweets, but it's Twitter, right? Yep, we got Alex. We got Kyle, Lamont, uh, Ricky Garcia. Um, you know, a lot of folks that are uh, that are uh, starting to uh, to utilize the Twitter account with us. So uh, we appreciate it and um, keep on going. Let's keep building it. The Twitter account is very new for us recently. So um, we're inside uh, Scoop we're 405. Just starting oh, to get yeah. on there and uh, and update. But uh, yeah, right on, guys. So anyway, go. we. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think I think Lavar Arrington's actually following us now, so that's great. Sweet, he's following us. And I yeah. I just wanted Dude, to say, seriously, if you're gonna be in Charlotte, Lavar, we want to hang because man, you were bad as hell when you played. Yeah, and also if you guys want to hang in Charlotte, the email address once again to get in contact with us is RedskinsFan at HarryHarperFootball.com. Yeah, and that is an open invitation. We're not we're not just blowing smoke here. Come hang. And anyway. Any event, that ought to wrap it up. Uh, We'll talk to you next week, hopefully after victory number three and loss number four. The Panthers, who are, by the way, favored by three and a half points as of today. Right, but those of you guys who bet on football know it's usually three points to the home team, so it's basically a half-point swing right now. So uh, We do not condone betting at head of harryhogfootball.com. Send us an email. Hail to the Redskins. And always, as always, we see a Cowboys fan this week. Joke! Check out that Romo video where he goes. Third down? Third down? Third down? Third down? <laughs> <laughs>